Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends on a brand spanking new episode of Rock Metal Combat Podcast with uh, the little bitch uh, Slobzilla and his little boyfriend uh, Brown Sabbath. Fucking quiz! You guys can go straight to hell. Fuck them. Let's get naughty. Bang, bang, pizza called smack a gob It is the person. You should say the name first. It is Ralph, and with me is, behind me... Oh, yeah! Yeah, until the alcoholic who's drinking high-alcohol content alcohol today. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Actually, I should drink alcohol because I'm super pissed off, dude. Why are you super pissed off? Well, remember a couple weeks ago when Terrence said we were breaking up? Yeah. You know why he said that? And I'm really pissed off about this. Okay, why did he say that? Because Mark Alden Taylor told him that secretly I was leaving the show to join Free Form. And it is true. But I I think that's fucked up that Mark Alden Taylor fucking said that. I am super pissed off at that guy. Even though I'm still going to leave the show for Free Form, I'm upset with Mark Alden Taylor. Oh, my God. I don't. I don't even know what to say to that. Right? What a dick! Holy shit! Uh, so is Lee leaving, or is it a threesome? What's going no, on? I, I'm kicking Lee out because after this donated episode, uh, that's it. I ain't. I ain't reviewing no more of these fucking albums. I'm going over oh. the street for them. Oh! Uh, fuck, oh! Fuck the fans! <laughs> fuck the fans! What do you fuck think? The- what do you think's gonna offend them more, Ian? Me not doing the review or me going to freeform? Uh, I would say fuck the fans because if you go to freeform, nobody's gonna hear that shit anyway. Well, that's where I want to go. I like <laughs> I love talking into caves when I'm not when on my free time. I like to go to a cave and just sit down and speak with it. I mean, it's no different, right? Oh God, yeah, we are, we are doing some weird shit this week. I don't blame you for quitting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God damn. Uh, you know, I, I was walking across the street to go buy beer to do this episode. And and uh, I saw a friend of mine. He goes, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I got to go upstairs and review some fucking Norwegian death metal. So he goes, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And I was like, yeah, fuck the fans. Fuck the fans. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I was at I was at the mall with this really cute chick yesterday. Her name's Care. I know it's a weird name for a a, a chick, Care. Yeah. Uh, she's really cute, man. She's cute. So I take her out of the parking lot. I'm walking in her car like a gentleman, and I bump into this guy Sal, who I haven't seen forever, and he's like a hero of mine. I mean, this guy fucking rules. Anything this guy says, I'll do. I'm like a fucking disciple. I'm kind of like what Freeform are to us, you know. And uh, he said to me, hey, yeah, then when we're about to leave, he said, hey, Ralph, take care. So I did. I, I fucking kidnapped the bitch. She's right here with fucking duct tape on her mouth and shit. Because Sal told me to take care. I don't care. He don't care. It ain't the way that you move. It ain't the way that you move and move me. Oh, you know. What song is that? <laughs> What song is that? Oh, 
dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah. I like the way that you shoot. I like the way that you shoot to shoot me. Oh yeah. Uh, that's Night Ranger, right? Yeah, there you go. Don't yeah. Don't tell me you love me. Don't I tell me I don't want I'm singing that right in Care's face right now. I, I wish we were reviewing Night Ranger. <laughs> How come not even fix Night Ranger? You That's fuck. a great album, man. Night Night Patrol, the first one. Mm-hmm. First two Night Ranger albums are awesome. I, I, I love that in my drunken stupor, it took me a while to realize, but I still knew it was Night Ranger. <laughs> I love that shit, man. That's good rock and roll, man. I like yeah. it. Fuck yeah. I like me some Night Ranger. No Brad Gillis, no Ozzy. That's, yeah, that's no. Well, now they don't have Jeff Watson, dude. That guy was even better than Brad. That guy was a sick guitar player. Yeah, yeah, good shit. And I, I, I miss that that era where you had, uh, you know, it wasn't like metal, metal, but it was good hard rock. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, at that like, era, it was Night Ranger, Aldo Nova. Billy Squire. Billy Squire, uh-huh. Lover Boy. That early Lover Boy riff, dude. Only the oh. ones. You oh. want a piece of my heart. You better stop. You better stop from the start. You want to be on the show. Come on, baby. Let's baby, go. Baby, let's go. Down, 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 down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, that, was, that was just good, like, like hard rock, man. Yeah, dude. I miss that shit. With some catchy little hooks. You know, yesterday I I did a yeah. I filmed the Suck vs. Suck was, oh my God, it was terrible. The second Winger album versus Ooh. versus Mr. Big. Lean into it. Oh, ow. Yeah, I know. And I'm listening to this shit. I go, you know, this is exactly like your Night Rangers and shit like that, but executed so wrong because it has the same elements. It's like rocking. It's melodic, but the song structures are fucking terrible. Oh, man. But I'll tell you what, though. I I wish we were reviewing that shit instead of what we're reviewing today. Well, not me, because number one, I like what we're reviewing today. Number two, I don't want to listen to Lean Into It again the day after. Oh, I bet. I I never heard that shit other than that. That, That's the one that with that uh, To Be With You shit. Yeah, To Be With You. And 60. Yeah. Something mind. I, I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible. Ooh. I never got to see Mr. Big. Unfortunately, I took a limo. Uh, I think I talked about this on the show before. I took a limo to go see Rush on the Presto tour, and Mr. Big was opening up. And at that time, I was excited because you know Billy Sheehan. You know he, he played with Rod. You know, and now he's in this band. And the single at the time was Addicted to the Rush, and I was like. That ain't a bad song. But got there late, and actually the limo driver uh, took us backstage at Alpine Valley. Alpine Valley, Wisconsin. My favorite outdoor fucking venue. Um, and uh, anyway, so I saw Big Mr. Big coming off stage. And the guy, and the limo driver thought we were Rush. And, he, and the limo driver's like, go over there. He's like, I'm trying to get these boys to the show. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know, so anyway, but, uh, but it was funny. I saw like Billy Sheen and Eric Martin, uh, you know, like walking out. That's how like backstage I was at this place. It was amazing being the great Mike Zeller. But anyway, uh, yeah, fuck that shit. 
but we're reviewing some fucked up shit today. Uh, it's, uh, you know. But I don't know. I don't know. But I got fucked up today. I got fucked. I'm I'm drinking some uh, super beer. <coughs> I'm drinking that? some uh, uh like some some craft beer, some shit Johnny Bogan be like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's funny because Johnny Bogan listens to the most like pussified fucking music of all time, but he drinks like the highest quality beer. Yeah. I guess somehow, somehow it you know it evens up. So that's the approach I went to today. I know I was listening to some weird ass fucking shit, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna get drunk as shit uh, and review this shit. But uh, you know we'll get into it when we get into it. Maybe some shit that surprises a lot of people for a guy like me who hates heavy metal. Uh, you know, but uh, I coined man. that phrase. Yeah, I know, and I, I Ian love, hates heavy metal. That's like that's I, a, I, oh. I know. It, and thanks to the fans, you proved right. Uh, because the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the, like lately, you know, the albums were reviewing. I was like, man, I sound like this guy who just hates fucking heavy metal. And and I'm like, do I? You know, his route right. You know, I thought it was funny when you first said it. And now I'm like, God damn, maybe he's right because the shit people have been picking. I'm just like a fucking negative Nancy over everything. But then I sat there and I thought, like, okay, well, what are the fans picking? Oh, yeah, shit albums. Uh, I love you, but shit albums. But, uh, uh, fuck it, man. We review it all. And, uh, man, I had a good time today. I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to study this album. And, uh, and, and then Better Taste took over. You know what I watched today? I watched uh, uh, Dio. A Holy Diver, the live DVD. Yeah. Good shit. Awesome. Good shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, weird lineup. You know, it's just Dio and nobody else who played on the album. But I really like Doug Aldridge. Yeah. I think he's a really good guitar player. But oh my God, watching that live video, Simon Wright proved every reason why I hate Simon Wright. There's a drum solo he, he does that's just ain't nothing right about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and I think you do. Uh, holy shit, was it fucking horrible? But other than that, it was great. Uh, you had Rudy Sarzo on bass, Doug Aldrich on guitar, uh, uh, Scott Warren on keyboards, and oh my God. the standout track was "Shame on the Night." Holy fuck, was it good? My holy favorite. Fuck. That's my favorite. Oh, holy fuck was it good, man. Did you, like, know, oh. did, did you know that Dio had a massive flu while filming that? Did it? You, Sick you as ne- dog. You never know. This one, it was, uh, the Blu-ray that I have was recorded in London, and uh, I forget the venue. But, uh, oh my God, was it good. Uh, and it, it just put me in a good mood. It's like, God damn, I love metal. I love metal. I love good metal. But unfortunately, we have to review a lot of shit metal. You know, but our fans think differently. You know. <laughs> well, you woke up this morning and watched that deal thing. So you know what? Today, I woke up this morning with a wine glass in my hand. Who? What wine? Where the hell did, the hell did I die? Peter Frampton! God damn it! Oh, man. Let's do it again. 
I love that song. I love that song. You know, I have us. I'm I'm a daydreamer. I'm a daydreamer. You know, I have all these fantasies, and uh, I would love for you and me to go to rock and pop, and, and and somehow get on stage and have the musicality or the band backing us, where you and me get on stage and do do you you. Do. And then in the middle section, we can take turns on the on the voice box. Oh, the voice! Oh, dude, I've got it planned out already. On the voice box solo, you and me take turns saying the most reprehensible shit about Sammy Hagar. Like, <laughs> does he suck? Does he, yes, he sucks. You know, we would we would just say all this fucking horrible shit about Sammy Hagar. During the voice box solo. You know, you know what would be perfect about that? After we do all that fucking Sammy bashing, we go to the audience. Do you feel like I do? Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest moments of rock and roll is that part where he stops the voice box and it goes, and then it kicks back into the song. Oh, one of the best moments yep. in rock and roll history. And, and I'll tell you this, man. When I check this shit out, I saw him do it live at the world famous, if you live in South Miami, Cameo Theater, where I saw all the thrash bands: King Diamond and Megadeth and Anthrax, Exodus, Celtic Frost even played it, and Violence and Voivod, and I can go on. But Peter Frampton played there one night, right? And I was like, I had never seen Peter Frampton. I got to see him really for this song. Yeah. I know he wasn't going to play Breaking the Rules because that's one of my favorite. But that's that that shit was a flop and it was so heavy. But yeah. anyway, he played it awesome. Leaves the stage, comes back, and who comes outside? Who comes out with him? Ooh. Jimmy fucking Page. Ow! With a double neck guitar. Ow! And they did some humble pie shit, dude. Oh. Oh. Okay, I'm I'm erected. Damn, what a fucking moment! God damn, why aren't we reviewing fucking Frampton Comes Alive today? I would love to do that shit. Yeah, but you know uh, what? What can you do? Yeah, yeah, we're doing mayhem. Spoiler alert: <laughs> We're doing mayhem. Spoiler alert: It's in the fucking title of the show. Oh yeah, well it's after the long title that I gave before. The 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 title for this show. I don't know. It might be the longest. No, I'll take that back. The show that you sent me today that I'm going to put up probably has the longest. But uh, hey, hey, whatever. I tell you what, these fucking fake titles have been killing. Oh my god, because it's dragging in all the fucking the little Nancy boys. The little. And also, it's that you write these long ass titles that our listeners can't read more than a sentence. I love you guys, but you're as dumb as me. Come on, let's face it. That when they read the title, they never get to the end, so they don't know what we're reviewing. So they click anyway. They click on. Yeah, it. true. They they have no idea. Yeah. But uh, all right. Well, fuck it. Uh, before we get into the news, even we got some uh, iTunes and Podbean reviews to read. All right. And we got one. I don't know what's going on with iTunes. Because I got all excited uh, because one of our negative reviews was removed. And I was like, okay, somebody had a change of heart. And then we had a positive review. 
and I talked to the person who left said positive review, and they said, oh, I wrote that months ago, but it just showed up now like they were surprised, you know. But anyway, here's our five-star review from Veronica195. Holy shit, a female. Yeah. I was thinking it, of changing this fucking podcast to the Sausage Fest. Right. Well, yeah, ho- ho- hold back now. Uh, it's entitled, Wadzilla is Amazing. Oh, man. It's your wife. Yeah, Veronica says. I'm <laughs> oh, cheating. She says, and I quote, I love this podcast, and I don't even particularly like metal music. But I thoroughly enjoy the banter between Ian and Ralph. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Divorce her. Yeah. And the podcast has even opened my mind to new bands and music. I am definitely a fan of this show. So entertaining. I often find myself laughing out loud. I'd give them ten stars if I could. And, yes, that's that's from my wife. <laughs> yeah. You know what my dream is, Ian? That I can get an iTunes review for, for my future girlfriend. And my girlfriend would write a review and say, From Teresa the Tranny. <laughs> That's and my... I, and the funny thing is, I told her, I go, you fucked up right away. Because, you know, she recently told me about her newfound love for you, Ralph. And I go, I go, you made the cardinal sin. I, I, go, I go, you mentioned me before Ralph. She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. Look, unless she grows a penis, I have no interest. Yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> All right, well, let me go to the next review. And this, I can't totally read because I've, I tried resetting the app and everything was fucking up. But I, this... I think I think you couldn't read it because our fans are really stupid. They can't write well. Not even uh, on computers. I don't, well, could be. Uh, but this is from the Podbean app. And this is a new review from... Ah, uh, shit. Bo Jack Sabbath, which I believe is uh, uh, Roberts. Jack Roberts. Right. The yeah. And he writes, and unfortunately, half the review is covered, but it says, Ian, don't besmirch handjobs. Hand jobs are the most unrated things on, and then it's covered. You know what uh, I hate about that review, Ian? He, well, starts, I think... he starts it with Ian, don't, don't with the hand job. He should have write, hi, Ralph, and then Ian, you shouldn't. Yeah, oh, you have to put my name in front of Ian. What the fuck? Yeah, and don't say besmirch. Okay. Yeah, no, that's not a good word. Because already you're you're trying to sound intellectual, you know. It, like, what are you, the rageaholic? Uh, besmirch. I'm gonna use a word nobody knows uh, to describe shit when your favorite band is fucking Trickster. Uh, you know. <laughs> come on, come on, <coughs> come on. Use dirty language for dirty people. Don't try to gussy this shit up. Yeah, uh, besm- besmirch these nuts. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. But these nuts. That that's that's quote of the week. That should be a review. But smirch these nuts. Yeah, just call the episode that. Just, yeah. Just put up there. But don't mention mayhem or Hagar or Kiss. 
besmirch these nuts. That's it. That's the name of these episodes. Yeah. Oh, for, for whoever asked for this episode. <laughs> Much better review. I agree. All right. Well, uh, oh, my God. Here's some shit. Uh, fuck it. It's time to go into the news. I'm drunk. We're going to the news. So there's all this shit that's come out recently about uh, this proposed uh, Eddie Van Halen tribute show. Right. And you got a lot of people pointing the finger at Dave. Uh, like Dave is the guy holding this up. Dave's doing this. Dave's doing that. Uh, Wolfgang's done an interview where he wouldn't say David Lee Roth. But he said certain members are hard to work with. And he left it at that. Um, so, I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Dave's a weird motherfucker. He might be the guy behind this that's holding up. But maybe he's doing quality control because some of the people, you know, that I've heard are rumored to partake in this, I don't think are up to stuff. Like Joe Satriani doing fucking Eddie. Yeah, I've got no interest in that. I'd rather see nothing than than Joe Satriani, than the guitar player from Chicken Foot going out there and doing Eddie Van Halen licks. Um, So maybe you're barking up the wrong tree. But the funny thing is, you know, you know the fucking internet. Uh, People are going fucking crazy and they're slamming David Lee Roth and all this bullshit. Uh, But what I found really disturbing is there is this new trend with this story of Sammy Hagar fans. Uh, going off about this shit, you know, fuck David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth, blah, 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 blah. And uh, <laughs> what's disturbing, but I think accurate, is what they're calling themselves. And, you know, there, there's a lot of bands out there, and their fans have names and shit like that, like, uh, you know, uh, Grateful Dead fans are called, you know, Deadheads, uh, you know, Jimmy Buffett fans are called Parrot Heads. <laughs> you know, Star Trek fans are called Trekkies. You know, all these, you know, Kiss has the Kiss Army and shit like this. Kiss uh, Army. Look, when I was a kid, it was the Kiss Army. Now it's the Kiss Girl Scout. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean? Like, all, the, all these different bands that fans that, like, you know, like they're this and they're that. And there's this new, like, fucking allegiance to Sammy Hagar. And you'll never believe what they're calling themselves. The minorities? <laughs> X-Men. Oh, God. Well, I mean, they are the minorities, because that's that's what sells. The minority sales are the Van Gina albums, where the Van Halen albums, yeah. Van Halen. Um, and, I, and I get it, you know, it's the superhero era and everything, you know, and this and that. But, uh, you know, for for Sammy Hager fans to call themselves the X-Men, I get it. <coughs> Don't get me wrong. Uh, but just shut the fuck up. It you doesn't matter. I mean, there's not too many of them. There really isn't. You know, I mean, look at Sammy Hager. You think that fucker's playing arenas? You know? And, uh... Sammy Hagar's fan base is, is low. It's not a lot of people. It really isn't. Well, no, I 
I, I just saw a post the other day. Sammy Hagar said he is playing Arena. He's, he said he's playing Arena's uh, Casino in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Well, I can see that that fucking rich man beard is fucking up your brain. You're believing his lies. Okay. All right. Well, fuck Sammy Hagar fans. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I would love to see uh, an Eddie Van Halen tribute show. But uh, if, if, they're, if they play any Sammy, then, then all you're doing is making fun of Eddie's faults. And I don't think that's that, that's a way to, to show tribute to a man. You don't play those horrible songs that he wrote post-85, uh, you know, because you're just pissing all over his legacy. That That's what I think. I agree. But, uh, you know, what do I know? Uh, and I'm just some schmuck reviewing fucking Mayhem records uh, on the interweb. But, like, uh, you know, my friend got busted just the other day. Uh, Judge said, don't walk, don't walk away. So I drove him to the taxi, bent the boot, hit the back. Had to play some music. Otherwise, he'd crack. Do you, you, you feel like I do? That's some good shit. Yeah. You know, you know, I was doing. Uh, you know, we were having some technical difficulty before the show started, and uh, you know, so I, I I listened to the album reviewing this mayhem album. I was like, okay, what the? Okay, that shit's over. And uh, I was like, I, I need I need to listen to something to clear out my ears. I listened to, to fucking chic from fucking ZZ Top off of Trace Ombres. Hold but I knew this chic from Mozambique. Oh my god. Did that shit just wipe all this crap out my fucking ears, man? It was just like, oh, oh. Some good fucking rock and roll. From there, I went on to fucking beer drinkers and hellraisers. Woo! God, what an oral cleanse it was. Precious and grace. Oh, great song. Red, height, and righteous. Red, blue, and righteous. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But, you know, today, today yeah. for breakfast, I had champagne for breakfast with a Sherman in my hand. Hand. Peach <laughs> pale never fails. It must have been a dream. I don't believe where I've been. Come on, Ian. Let's do it again. Do you, you. Feel like I do. Oh, gone. Bam, down, down. Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. Oh, oh, I love that shit. I love that shit much more than Andy McCoy loves Motley Crue. Because I saw this, yeah. He says Motley Crue are fucking ripoffs for coming out of retirement. Well, I say to Andy McCoy, that makes two of you. Because Andy McCoy is doing a new album and like, God damn it, didn't Vince Neil kill you fuckers off? You know? So he wouldn't have to hear no more goddamn fucking Hanoi Rocks, you know? Hey, man, if, if he's going to sell albums, might as well bash Motley Crue. I think that's beautiful. Right, but God damn it, I thought... You know, maybe I give too much credit for Vince Neil. I thought he killed two bands. Motley Crue with his vocals 
and you know Hanoi rocks with killing off the drummer. You know, I, I thought he was a multitasker. But unfortunately, what do we have in 2022? Some Andy McCoy and some Motley Crue. Vince well, can't, can't do shit right. God well, yeah, got nothing to worry about. It's not like Andy McCoy is going to play anywhere but a phone booth in England. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, he's going to play in fucking Spiggy, Spoggy, Finland or wherever the fuck they're at. Wherever the, people wherever <laughs> people listen to Mayhem, that's where he's playing. He's going he's gonna to be playing the Broken Wheel, that fucking porn place. You, you yeah, know. yeah, the Broken Wheel. The God Broken damn. Wheel. <laughs> I love that shit. What a great name for a whorehouse, the broken wheel. The broken wheel. All right, well, well, let's uh, let's go to a walking corpse here. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne made an appearance at Comic Con. Did you see? Did you see the pictures? Oh, well, I saw them wheeling him in. They brought him in like in a little golf cart. Oh my God! Let this man stay at home. Why is he out signing shit? Leave this man at home. Oh, my God. All he needs is COVID. Mm, Jesus Christ. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Did you hear the new song, though, with uh, Tony Iommi? I'll tell you this. I did listen to it. And you know what? Yeah, Tony's great. Song is not terrible, terrible. But it's also, I don't know, I'm listening to it, and it's not hooking me. But there's elements that Tony is going off. I liked it, but... As a song, it just ain't hooking me in. I don't know. There's something weird about it. I To me, it's like, I don't know, man. Ozzy can't do anything anymore that I'm going to like, I, I guess. I guess I'm biased, maybe, because I hear, like, a metal song. I hear Ozzy and Tony, which I should love it. But as a song overall, I was like, eh. Well, I, I'm kind of like the same as you. I heard it, and I already have a preconceived notion I'm going to hate it. But I tried to listen to it like, you know, with the open ears and, you know, all right, I'll give it a chance. I didn't think it was bad. But at the same time, I didn't think it was great. Uh, you know, and I'm kind of wondering, like, you're listening to it, I'm like, okay, well, what's Tony Iommi and what's Andrew Freeman or whatever the fuck his name is? And then I tried to say to myself, if it wasn't Ozzy, if I just heard this song, would it pull me in? Would it be like, oh, yeah, I got to buy this shit? Or is it just like, oh, because it's a legacy artist, you know, I'm going to give it a fucking pass. And I, I think that's something we got to be realistic, you know, about with a lot of bands. Okay, if you didn't already love this band, would it draw you in? Would it make you a fan? You know, because we all grew up with bands, you know, that we didn't know, you know, that we didn't have this, you know, preconceived notion about. But we heard a song that said, oh, fuck, I'm going to buy that album, you know, or I'm, I'm going to check out this band. Oh, I, I see they're opening up for so-and-so. I'm going to go check it out. Uh, so I'm listening to it with realistic ears. Didn't offend me. Uh... You know, but like the last song, that patient number nine, I'll still these two songs I've heard off the new album. I still think bury the fuck out of fucking you know Perry Mason type shit and other shit that he's done. But does it hold the candle to the great shit? No, not at all. 
Not at all. I think if anything, I'm being a little bit kind because it's fucking Ozzy. But uh, you know, Barry Mason rules. That shit's fucking horrible. That shit is fucking horrible. I love that fucking song. Oh my god! I'll put horrible. I'll put these two. Uh, the one thing I'll say about these two songs, it doesn't even sound as shitty as the last album. So it's definitely an improvement. Yeah, I will say that. But I, but I mean, even realistically, okay. If Perry Mason was anybody else, you think you'd like it? Yeah, you... why, dude. Then why don't I like the new Ozzy? Why didn't I like uh, Ordinary Man? Why didn't I like Black Rain? Come on, dude. Why? Did, no, no, even better. Why didn't I like every other fucking song on Osmosis, which I thought sucked? Even Thunder Underground, you name it. Every fucking song on Osmosis sucks, except for Perry Mason. For me. That's it. I'm not. No. Oh, every, oh, every, every, I gotta like it. Everything. Every song sucks, but Thunder Underground. What are you talking about? That's what I mean. I don't like that fucking song. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't All like right. that song, but you like it because it's Ozzy. What if it was a, not a legacy act playing Thunder Underground? Would you like it? Probably not as much. <laughs> All right, then you're guilty, not me. All right, I'm an asshole. Yeah. All right, well, here's a story that I think should make everybody happy. Uh, and I I hope this is true. I hope and pray this is true. But then again, that that's some, an empty statement because I don't pray. But I hope it's true. Uh, at Swasp Guitars, Chris Holmes says the doctor told him the cancer is gone. Yeah, I saw that. That made me very happy. I believe him because I want to believe him. Yes, I, I I hope it is because you know what? I would rather have ten fucking Chris Holmes shitty solo albums with the worst vocals you ever heard. I love them, man. It's that, so bad, it's great. Than the new shit that you get from Wasp. Because I'll sit and say I think I think Blackie still sounds amazing. I think his voice still sounds so fucking good. But the songs that come out of New Wasp are so fucking generic and third-rate rip-offs of shit they've done a million times. I, I, I think the only band more repetitive than Wasp is Iron Maiden. You know, it's like, okay, heard this riff, heard this fucking riff. Yeah, you sound great, but you want true rock and roll spirit and all this shit? Listen to Chris Holmes. Yeah, those vocals are fucking... The only thing worse than the vocals are the fucking lyrics, but god damn it, the guitar and the heart behind it is rock and roll. Yep. You know, and fucking A, man. And I love me some fucking Christmas. Did you watch the documentary, uh, Wild Man or Bean Man or whatever? Bean Man, yeah, I sure did. It was great. Loved it. Loved it. This guy, you know, and what I love is like all the shit this guy's been through. And he's been sober for a long fucking time, and he's still Chris Holmes. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You take the booze, you take the drugs away, and he is still that wild and that crazy. And to me, he is the epitome of rock and roll, and that's what's so awesome about Chris Holmes. Dude, and the guy the guy left America because of hip-hop music. 
Yeah. How fucking metal is that? That's rock and roll. <laughs> that is fucking rock and roll, man. And and he's got a good woman by his side who loves him and takes care of him. And you know he's doing he's doing what he wants to do. To me, he's like. And I don't mean this is disrespect, but he's like Lemmy without the talent. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he is that true of rock and roll. And he is a great guitar player. And I mean, I just, somebody I pull for is like Chris Holmes. Like, Blackie deserves cancer, not fucking Chris Holmes. Oh. Chris Holmes. I'm just saying it. Chris Holmes should live to be like fucking 90 something. And still playing some dirty, nasty bullshit. You know, I've got much more respect for that than fucking Blackie. Fucking, you know, touting himself off as, hey, I'm Wasp, but you're the only guy. You're putting out shitty albums. You're a born-again Christian. But now, all of a sudden, you're on this 40th anniversary tour, and Jesus says it's all right to sing Animal now. I got no respect for him. No respect for him. I love, you know, his voice. I love what he does. But you're a bitch. You're a lying fucking bitch. Chris Holmes has been Chris Holmes since the day he was born. And he's beat cancer. He, you know, he's beat his addictions. I mean, he is just a real badass motherfucking mean motherfucking man. And God damn it. We need more Chris Holmes in this world and less fucking Blackie Lawless. You know. All right, well, to end, uh, to a recap, the liberal corner of our podcast, uh, Blackie Lawless should get cancer, not Chris Holmes. That's what I said. Right? Yeah, that's the liberal. The li- yeah. I, I, This was your, your little uh, segment of our podcast, the liberal corner with Ian Wadley. Yeah. Blackie should get cancer, not not Chris Holmes. Okay, this brings the end of the liberal corner with with Ian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not arguing with you. That makes sense to me. That makes sense. I'm not a Democrat, goddammit. <laughs> I, I just don't hate Jews like Terrence. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Who, who would you rather have survive the fucking Holocaust, Blackie Lawless or Chris Holmes? Um, I'd have to go with Chris Holmes. There you go. Okay, I'm not so fucking crazy. No, you uh, are. But so I'm I'm crazy, so if I agree, you're crazy. You know what? And and the fucked up thing is, hey, Blackie Lawless believes in heaven and all this bullshit. So when he dies, he goes to heaven. Not a big loss. I've always wondered that. Why do Christians even go to a fucking doctor? If you want to go to heaven so bad, you should want to die. You know, don't, don't go to a fucking doctor. Don't take this. Don't take that. Go hang out with your fucking messiah. You think it's so great. You know, leave Earth to us fucking degenerates. Who well, say, unfortunately, unfortunately, nobody can go to heaven till, till the, what do they call that again? The apocalypse. The rapture. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. everybody that's dead now is still waiting to go to heaven or hell. We're just waiting for the four horsemen. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is, is leave Earth to the people who like good music. You know, and, and all you other motherfuckers, you striper listening motherfuckers, fucking slit your throats, go to heaven, hang out with your buddy, and, and and let the rest of us have a good time listening to fucking heavy metal. Yeah, I listen to striper, but uh, but my favorite band is Merciful Fate and Black Sabbath. 
So I, I, I'm an even keel. Hey, why don't I want to go to hell and be with Satan, man? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I say fuck you and fuck even keel. Let Ron Keel die, too. God damn it. He likes Sammy Hagar. Yeah, and he's tall as fuck. Yeah, I, I'm kidding. I love I love Ron Keel, but God damn, he's got taste for shit music. Yeah. He's tall as fuck. I hate tall people. No offense, Lee Gurney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Bushy. Yeah, no offense, guys. You know, Bushy, Bushy you know, I, I've noticed that thing about, about tall people. I, I think they're only tall because they stack all the dicks they suck in their shoes. Then why? Then yeah. why ain't I? Why ain't I tall? <laughs> well, you're an enigma, my friend. Enigma, hey, please. Hey, don't get, don't get racist. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, uh, Raven's gonna release a new album. Woohoo! Well, it's kind of not new. Yeah, leave them bleeding. But I, I'll tell you what. What a fucking night we had. Was that the first? Rockin' Pod? I no. think it was the first. Yeah, it was. It was. Yes, you're right. Oh, my God. We're, we saw him at that basement bar. We hung out with him and got our pictures taken. Yeah, and that's where we introduced the bands on stage and shit. And, Back- and, and Raven showed up at the Rockin' Pod. Mm-hmm. And I got an autograph from both brothers and Michael Wagner, who's there, who produced All For One. I know. I, I was all pissed off because you got to see him at Rock and Pod, but I think it was one of those who like where you were walking around and I'm manning the table, <laughs> awesome. and, and that happens. You know, like sometimes I I leave to go fucking do hard street drugs, and Ralph watches the table and back and forth. And uh, but god damn that show that night at that bar, what a fucking venue i love that place we got so fucked up we introduced the bands on stage the good bands you know and fucking hung out with raven and got our pictures taken good fucking times man i'm really looking forward to the next rock and pod good fucking shit love it oh love me some raven all right let's see what else is uh going on here oh did you hear the new megadeth song night stalker yeah, I dug it. I dug it. It was alright. It ripped. With ice I, tea. I, I dug it, but I thought the whole iced tea thing was unnecessary. He, he wasn't I, really in it long, though. No, he wasn't in it long, but I thought it didn't add anything to the song. Right. So, so why? Yeah, uh, I, but I still dug it. And then there was another part of the song where it got after the iced tea cameo um where it slowed down and again to me it was unnecessary uh you know you want to do a thrash song keep it thrash all the way through you know you don't need to do this little breakdown and then you got the yo 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 what up motherfuckers you know and then and then there's like the you know it's like shut the fuck up you know, you want to be a thrash fan, be thrash all the way through. And I love Ice Tea. I love Body Count, and especially the new Body Count. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it's some great shit. But to me, it added nothing to the song. If anything, it took away from it. But if I had to pick what took away more from the song, the Ice Tea part, or the fucking, you know, I'm fucking Jethro Tull shit. 
uh, I don't know. It's about what and what. You know, take both those motherfuckers out and keep it a thrash song all the way through. Uh, I did like the video. I liked how it followed the second one. So the guy who got killed or whatever, he's turning into Vic or whatever. That's what I got out of it. Uh, you know, that the mercy. That part was badass. Yeah, the the mercenary who died in the first part. Now he's becoming Vic, and and he's all this. I like that. You know, but the song overall, there was some unnecessary bullshit in there. But, you know, it was thrashy, you know, and I sat there and I watched it, and I'm kind of like nitpicking. I'm like, okay, I'd take away the iced tea. I'd take away this, uh, you know, acoustic guitar part. You know, but then I started thinking, I was like, but you know what? Overall, remember when this, when this band put out Cryptic Writings? Remember when they put out fucking Risk? You know, it's much better than that. It's it's a much better Megadeth than 90s Megadeth. You know, in my to my ears. Well, yeah, it sounds like 80s Megadeth. Yeah, yeah, but you know, there was little parts that you could have done away with. Like, okay, you can't get a little pregnant. You know, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. If you want to be fucking Megadeth. And I'll tell you what, fucking Coco Beware on fucking guitar. I think he's the best thing that's ever happened to Megadeth since Chris Paul. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh my God, is he? And I'm I'm not one of these. A lot of people like to suck fucking Marty's dick. I'm not a huge Marty Freeman. Uh, I, I love Marty Freeman, but Chris Paul's better. Exactly, I agree. And and I would say I would put Kiko or Coco Beware above above Marty. I, 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 I would too. I would too. This guy can fucking shred. He loves metal. He's not into J-pop. This is a metal guitar player, and I I think you know. To me, the greatest thrash guitar player of all time is Dave Mustaine. I've always said that. Always will. I think he is the the the, the epitome, the best writer of riffs. He's all this. Even though I fucking hate more Megadeth albums than I hate any of the big four. Uh, but goddamn, of all the sidemen that he's had and all this shit, Kiko is just a notch under Chris Paul. You know, and that's probably because of age. Probably, be, you know, because I've grown up on fucking the Chris Poland albums. But this this guy blows Marty Freeman out of the water to my ears. Those fucking solos on these two songs are just fucking god damn. And, uh, you know, Dirk McGurk or whatever the fuck the drummer's name is, he's fucking great too. Ricky Rocket. Yeah, really solid, really solid lineup. I mean, uh, you know, I gotta laugh though. I'm watching the video and they're showing fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, White Lion Boy playing when you know it's Steve DiGiorgio playing the bass lines. But to me on these new songs, you know, the bass isn't a main factor anyway. You know, it's all about the guitars and the drums. Um, but yeah, new song, I, I dig it, man. And I'm excited about it, but yeah, no need for fucking iced tea on this song. As much as I love me some motherfucking Ice-T, my favorite rap album of all time is Ice-T OG Original Gangster. 
but you don't need them on this song. And I can only imagine how horrible this fucking Sammy Hagar cameo was going to be. Uh, that that's just that right there. Fucking fuck Dave Mustaine. I hope the cancer comes back. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that, I didn't know the liberal corner was extended this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I hope the cancer comes back for adding Sammy Hagar to your album. I I, I really do. I, I really do. That's why, you know, you know, I used to feel bad that uh, Countdown to Extension was help, held off from the number one spot by Billy Ray Cyrus. But now I wish it was held off by, like, you know, Chumba Wumba or, or fucking something, you know, worse than Billy Ray Cyrus. That's what you get for adding Sammy Hagar to your album. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? I'm a hustler. Word, I pull the trigger long. Grip, Grip my teeth. Spray the liver niggas gone. Got my black soap on the spot. Last thing I spray the fuck up. Yeah! That's right. Yeah! yeah. Oh, do, do you feel like I do? What's a nigga supposed to do? Wait around for a hand up like a nigga like you? That's fine. Yeah. A low down nigga get hyped. But I'm not no nigga of that of type. Of that type. Taking <laughs> lobster, eating billionaire, meeting cash money, making, moving, shaking, corporate chef, gliding, limousine, limousine riding, riding hits, filthy rich, straight up nigga. Nigga. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, you sit around eating turkey. That's the day your forefathers jerked me. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, man, when I got I got kicked out of high school and I got sent to fucking night school. And me me and the only other white kid that were in night school, we skipped school, went to the theater to see New Jack City. <laughs> got to see Ice T. Oh my god, good times. Love me some fucking iced tea. But again, like, I don't think it added anything to that song, but have you heard the, the iced tea song that he did with uh, Six Feet Under? Oh, yeah, I didn't like it. I, I did hear it. Oh, oh, I love that. See, to me, it added something to the song. And it gave, because that was my favorite part of the song. I thought the whole, like, you know, the regular Six Foot Under and Chris Barnes part was like, eh, there's nothing here. And then an Ice-T came in. It's like, he saved the fucking song. I was like, oh, God. Like, fuck, yeah. But yeah, on the, on the new one. But God damn, I love me some fucking Ice-T. God damn it, you know. The don't tell ultimate male supreme white women's dream. Big dick straight up nigga. Nigga. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that shit. Uh, love my KKK bitch. Love her when she suck me though. Ah. Uh, oh fuck. All right. Evil. Dick. Me and my best friend, we just, we just make fun of it. We'd be like naughty. Naughty, naughty, naughty. <laughs> I always love my mama. I always love my mama. <laughs> Mama's got to die tonight. <laughs> mama, why are you racist, mama? <laughs> mama, why are you listening to that 90s Megadeth? You know that shit's horrible. 
Mama, mama, who's that little ball baby hat? He's white, big ass eyebrow, weird shaped head. <laughs> you trained him to be a racist in Boston. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Ah, fuck the news, man. Ah, fuck it. Let's get in the fucking house. Oh, shit, I gotta grab my notes. Where's my notes? Totes my goats. Where's my notes? All right. Well, there you go. Well, thanks to Christoph Olofsson from Sweden. We are reviewing uh, the debut album from Mayhem. And it is... Oh, fuck. I just fucking... I just fucking erased all the pages I had saved. For the, How do you, the review? No, the album. Uh, hold on, let me... Oh, you want me to go to Wikipedia? Oh, I'm going there right now. Okay, Mayhem Band. Yeah, no, I had all the shit loaded up, and then I fucking deleted it. Uh, fucking sweet, angry fucking Swedes. All right, it's called The Mysterious Dom Santhius, I think. Yeah. Okay, close enough, close enough, close enough for white people in America. Um, oh, and that's something I forgot to bring up. God damn it. I just erased all the pages I had up. So anyway, you know, uh, I'm known legendary uh, for my French hatred. Uh, I, was, I was doing a little research on the show. Do you know our fifth biggest market? <laughs> it's the French? Fucking France, man. Oh. Is is our fifth biggest market. And I was like, really? But then I figured out, you know what it is? It's USGIs in the military that are, that, that are listening in France. Our biggest market, of course, is, uh, is the US. Would you guess on our second biggest market, Ralph? Uh, Germany? No, not even in the top five. I was surprised. Uh, uh, and- I, I, we used to be popular in Germany till we fired Terrence. <laughs> True story. I did not know that. Yes. Our our number two market used to be Canada. Used to be Canada. You know who beat Canada? Who? Australia. Australia is our number two market. Wow. Yeah, always always very proud of our Australian listeners, man. They show up fucking strong. So it goes it it, it goes US, Australia, then Canada, then the UK. I love those limey fucking pricks. The, uh, the UK loves us, and then it goes to fucking France. Who would have thought? Yeah, I'm, and you know what, man? I just went on my uh, my YouTube page to see mine, and I don't even see France at all on mine. Let me see. Wait. Yeah, I can't tell you the number, but mine would be United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Brazil, 
Sweden, Mexico, Germany. Wow, Germany's very low. Where Thrasher Eyes fan base was really a, even bigger than United States was Germany, then Australia, then the United States. Yeah. Is that crazy? Yeah, well, I mean, it's unfortunate. We lost a lot of fans here at the Rock and Metal Combat podcast when we fired Terrence, you know, in Germany. But uh, we hope you come back, you know. You doom cuffs. Uh, I'm looking at right now, France. I got 990 views this month from France, but it's still kind of low on the list. But uh, that's pretty, that's a lot of people, though, that watched my videos last week. Last month. Yeah, well, I mean, that's probably the max amount of people who in, in France who can speak English. Those <laughs> fucking frog fucking bastards. Uh, I love you, though. I love you. And I love all, all of the U.S. servicemen who listen all over the country. I mean, we have listeners. You know, it's, it's funny when I do the things on Podbean all over the world. All over the fucking Middle East and, and, and Russia in Asia, we have listeners all over the fucking world, and I I love you all. I love you except the French, you know. Uh, just kidding, just kidding. I, I I love the people who live in France, and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm trapped in France." You know, what do you want me to do? I live here. You know, I live in fucking you know the South. I'm fucking trapped. You know, I'm not proud of that fact. I'm a fucking Yankee. I was born and raised in the, in, you know, up north. I learned how to fucking read, you know. But then again, I live in the south, and you know, I'm like C-3PO. You know, the Ewoks are like, oh, oh. You know, half of you want to burn me because you think I'm a witch, and the other half think I'm a fucking genius. You know, if I lived up north, everybody can read. You know, I'm nothing. So I better stay in the south. But uh. Basically, what I'm getting at is fuck the French. Yeah. Fuck, fucking baby talk, motherfuckers. God damn it. Oh. But I I like Grajulia. How do how do the fuck do you say their name? Grajulia, Grajulia. Rogera. Julia, Gulia, whatever. Yeah, I like those guys. I like those guys. That's that a good makes band. Oh, you don't like them? Oh, I hate them. I, I was forced to do a track-by-track track on that crap. Oh, okay. Well, fuck, you hate the French more than me. There you go. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Things you didn't know. Things you didn't know. All right, well, well, well what's what's worse than the French, you ask? Uh, uh, Nordic fucking death metal. Uh, and we're doing this week. We're doing mayhem, and they they are the kiss of black metal. Uh, they they add nothing musically, but uh, you know there's all kinds of shit behind the scenes that make them more popular. And I wish I would have done more research on this before we did this, because all I did was listen to the album. But then I'm I'm thinking back. It's like fuck. I read this amazing book called The Lords of Chaos. I own it. Yo, great book. Great book. All about, like, you know, the church burnings and the, you know, the, the, the murder of the dude from Mayhem and all this shit. And then there was a movie made called The Lords of Chaos, which I loved, but most... 
like if you ask like these Nordic motherfuckers, they hate it because it was so Hollywood and so whitewashed and you know, which I'm sure it was. I'm sure oh, it was, but it totally, to, it totally was. But but to me, uh, I I mean I knew there was a lot of facts left off just because of what I read. But when I watched the movie, it was still entertaining. Like one of the Calkin motherfuckers was. You know the guy that got killed from mayhem and stuff like that. There's there's so much of a backstory uh, to to this band and to this album. But if you ask me, it's more about the backstory and all this shit than the actual album and the music. You know, I think it's as popular as it is because of all the drama, the behind the scenes shit. But I gotta admit. Compared to a lot of the other fan episodes that we've done lately, I was like, "This ain't so bad." <laughs> you know, Ralph, Ralph, you you even sent me a thing uh, when we were looking at the episodes that were left. You're like, "Oh, mayhem! It's like fucking noise. You're gonna hate it." And it kind of drew me to it. I'm like, "Well, how can it be any worse than Galactic Cowboys and fucking UFO and all this other shit?" And I loaded on my phone, and the first song that came on, I was like, "Hey, yeah, this ain't so bad. This is fucking metal, you know. This is yeah, okay, all right." And then, then the vocals kicked in. I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." But this is an album that you gotta admit is legendary in the black metal scene, and you know, a lot of people who. You know, love metal and love the underground, and they, you know, I'm all, I'm about the underground shit. I'm about the indie shit. You know, they love this shit. You know, you know who also loves all this shit, and this is no joke. Hipsters, hipsters. Oh yeah. Oh, I can see that. I can hipsters see are totally into black metal. Well, the funny thing is, is you know, I drank some neck, neck beard uh, beer for this shit. I, I drank some hipster fucking beer. I haven't switched to. I did a mix of hipster beer and uh, bottled beer, so I'm, I'm being all fancy town today while we're talking about this fucking, you know, hipster underground metal that I think people are way more like. You know, I don't. I don't think they judge it by the music. It's all about the story and the history behind it than what it is. It's kind of like Kiss fans. It's not that good, but you think it is. Um, but I, I, I will say, I, I mean, there, there's no denying that in in the history of metal, this is something that's very much talked about, uh, especially in, in European audiences. So you French fucks, if you learn how to talk proper fucking English, uh, you might enjoy this episode. I just saw their, their uh, the French went down two, two spots on our list. No, no, they're gluttons for punishment. They love this shit. But uh, why don't you tell me about your history with Mayhem and and how you came into this band? Well, Mayhem, I discovered when I used to do this college radio show. They used to play, you know, I, I discovered Mayhem. The, the bands that I remember well from the black metal was Mayhem, Immortal, which is my favorite one, and Emperor. Those are the three... three first three that kind of like grabbed me when I, because I've heard a lot of black metal back then too. Like I can't get into Burzum and shit like that. But, you know, when I heard this 
And it was not this, but the EP Death Crush. Uh, that's what I heard first. And I dug it. And this one, I think, well, it's better because, you know, it's, it's a full album. And um, I dug it, man. I dug it a lot. I, I, But I never, like, got this album. But, yeah, I have it on. And, and, I, and I listen to it when I'm in the mood. But <clears throat> black metal, I got to be in the mood. And I do enjoy it, though. But I'm not a regular listener to it. There's something, even with Mayhem, is a- atmospheric about it. Like, I like to kick back, put my feet up, and blast a black metal album. Now and then, you know, I get the, especially in the winter. That's the best part, because it's convulsive. And uh, I love this fucking album. I mean, it was a joy listening to this today, because, you know, I never really listened to this album because I don't own it. But listening to today brought back, flooded back a lot of memories that I had back then of the college radio show and listening to this. Because I, I I do have this on a burned CD, but who the fuck knows where that burned? It's in one of these many spools I have of burned CDs because every CD that's, that I put up in my shelves, none of them are burned. I've taken all my burned ones out. Because, you know, in the beginning, back in the early 2000s, there was this invention called uh, CDRs, right? Oh my God! All the all the fucking shit I burned on CDRs. Well, I, and you probably went this far as well because not only did I burn CDRs back then, but I would burn the cover. You know, I make you know I make it look like the actual CD. I take oh. you know the the cover out of the CD because I would borrow CDs from a friend. This was one of them, and I made. You know, but after a while, with all the clutter, I took all my burned CDs out of my shelves and even threw away the fucking, um, the the clamshell, the case. It was like, ah, oh, it just takes too much. So I have spools and spools of CDs that I know this is among them. So it was really cool uh, listening to this. And I, I absolutely love it, but it was a time, dude. I don't know. And, you know, it's to me, it's no different than listening to Wagner. Or Bach, I do that as well. It's just I got to be in the mood for it, because that classical music is very atmospheric as well. You know, I like to read a book to black metal. So there you go. That's how I discovered this. And well, I've seen them too. I've seen them a few times. They they bring they brought uh, one time when they played the culture room. They had real decapitated pigs heads on stakes on stage. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things. Like, I I pretty much learned about this band uh, in the mid '90s uh, when I was in my big Kerrang uh, magazine fan stage. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in the '80s with you know Cream and Rip and Metal Maniacs and Hit Parader and all that shit. And then when that all died off, I used to go to Barnes and Nobles and I would buy uh, Kerrang. And Kerrang would would cover much more, you know, a broader spectrum of, of metal, especially European metal that I wasn't accustomed to or familiar with. Um, you know, and, and and this is a band I I consider Mayhem like the death metal Ramones. There's a lot more people who have these shirts than have the fucking album. And 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 know the drama more than they know the music. 
And then I bought the book Lords of Chaos and read it, which was I, I thought was a fantastic read. <coughs> a great a great book. You know, for for those of our listeners, not counting people in France, but you know, people who can read. Uh, you know, check out the actual book Lords of Chaos. Uh, much better than the music. Uh, interesting scene. You know, uh, people with limited talent who loved uh, extreme metal, loved you know stuff like Venom and shit like that. Tried to take it to the next level. And even while I got caught up in all that, you know, I still never listened to the music. You know, I got as informed as I could on the scene, you know, in the story. But I'm like, yeah, I ain't listening to that shit. Um, and this album I had downloaded, but never checked out. But then, you know, I saw we had to review it. So I was like, eh, okay. I look, and I looked at the copy I had. And it was like a lo-fi copy, so I, I went to Mr. X, I got a hi-fi copy, is, is a hi-fi copy you can get of this shit, you know, and checked it out. But then as I listened to it, I was like, hmm, okay, better than, better than I thought. And I gotta say, you know, I've been doing some weird fucking fan episodes. I listened to this, and I was like, hmm. Okay, at least this shit's fucking metal. You know, better than Galactic Cowboys, better than fucking UFO. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, here's some nasty fucking dirty metal. The big thing with me, though, is the fucking, the vocals. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, shit going on musically where I'm like, okay, I'm on board with that. That's a great fucking riff. But then I hear these fucking vocals. And I'm just like, okay, I'm, now it, it's like comedy. You know, to me, it's so bad, it's silly. And that takes me out of it, because you're taking something that, like, you know, musically is aggressive and angry and all this shit. And then you got this guy singing it that, like, okay, now it's a Monty Python skit. You know, I, I, I can't take you seriously when you sing like this. But at the same token... I'm listening to it, and I'm like, well, what kind of vocals do you add to this that would make sense? That I can't answer. That I don't know. You know, because, you know, does Vince Neil vocals sound right with this shit? No. Maybe Phil and Selmo? I could see some shit working, but, like, traditional vocals, I, I don't know, but it used to be that way with Thrash. Like, when I first got into thrash the biggest problem with me was the vocals and the drums because the drum beats were so fucking weird and and, and out of sync with what i'm you know i'm used to like you know like rudimentary shit you know and then you got these you know thrash drum beats are like you know and i was like between that and the vocals i was taken aback but now I'm used to that, but you hear this You know, vocals, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, how do I take that shit seriously? How can I even listen to the lyrics, you know, like, You know, what the fuck are you doing here? 
You know? Like, how? How do you take this shit seriously? I don't know. I don't know what the correct answer is. But musically, I was like, okay, there's some, there's some cool shit going on here. There's some aggression. You know, there's some, you know, neat shit. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I never checked this shit out before the review, and I never would have. If uh, Christopher, Chris Christopherson Ellison uh, didn't request this, yeah, I probably wouldn't check this shit out. But, uh, yeah, Squirt, there you go. There you go. Uh, but I will say I like the movie Lords of Chaos. Uh, I think it's a good starting point for people who are interested in this scene or this story. Check it out. If you like that, do your research and find out the real shit, and I think you'll be even more entertained and rewarded. But uh, I'll take the first song here. Uh, Funeral Fog. Okay. Already, I like it better than I thought I would. But those vocals. But then again... What vocals would you put to this? Which is basically what I said already. Um, there's some metal shit here. It's awesome. But I have no idea what this guy's saying. I, I, I don't know what it's about. It's some mystery fucking bullshit. And, you know, how angry can you be living in Sweden or Finland or fucking fliggy, floggy land, wherever the fuck you're at. You know, what, what's so bad about it that you're that pissed off? And I, I don't get it, but, you know, going... <laughs> you know, the fuck does that do? But the music, eh, pretty good. What do you think of Funeral Fog? Well, I think it's total old school black metal, fucking necro, you know, even with the lyrics. I can't get what Attila is saying. Nor the Dead version, because Dead didn't record this too. Uh, but too bad, you know, Dead's committed suicide before they recorded a proper studio album. But I love Dead's vocals, but uh, to me, Attila's vocals, it's different. It's not like other black metal singers. There's an originality to it, and to me, it sounds just putrid as fuck. And I love it. I, as you were saying, what vocals did you put? would you put on music like this? putrid vomit vocals and Attila's great dude I think he's fucking awesome what he brings it's just different a different I don't know and, and you also think this is early black metal so there this wasn't a standard as far as uh, vocally with the black metal that would follow which was very screamy and shrieky but not like this dude this dude held back and put a I don't know like an eerie vibe to that voice and I do that when he does that, that. I can't imitate it, but when he, you know, does the the the, the high gutturals, I love that shit, dude. I, but you know, like I said earlier, I got to be in a mood for it. This is not something I pop on every day. I like to listen to this here and there. All right, the next song is called "Freezing Moon." As I recall, this is their hit. Um, and uh, the second it starts playing, I mean. The room temperature drops. It gets fucking cold, man. You know, you know. I, I, I saw online the other day somebody say, "Oh, Billy Irish, Eilish, what Eilish, whatever her fucking name is, she's so edgy and dark." Put this on, you fuckstain. This is what's edgy and dark. 
and uh, I love it, dude. And you know, you either have black metal or high quality. You cannot have both. You know, it's got to be this primitive and ugly sounding and sick. And the drumming, man, I got the funniest story about this drummer, Hellhammer. Which, by the way, you have to remember the, the awesome appearance he had in one of those Headbanger journeys. When they say to him, oh, they say Mayhem's this. Who said that? Fuck you. Fuck you. Dude, that dude, Hellhammer. This is a great story. We play this club called, we used to play this club called Churchill's all the time. Churchill's was the Miami CBGB's been around since 79 anyway so we're playing there right and all of a sudden there's this guy head banging in front of us and i'm like god damn that looks like hellhammer i mean exactly like him you know and it turned out it was him but it was funny because he i'm i'm looking at this guy on stage going man i, I think that's hellhammer and he head bangs this song and then after we're done he automatically just walks out of the club it's like what the fuck was that hellhammer i found out later it was him and uh, and he also had a signing at a record store here that I found out later. So I, I don't know why he's down here so much. I don't think he lives here because he's from the Necro Forest. He'll die if he lives here, you know what I mean? But anyway, um, this uh, Euronymous is, you know, the solo he does on this song. Holy shit, dude. That's an amazing guitar solo. And despite Euronymous being such a, you know, a sick fuck you know this solo is fucking awesome love it i'll take the next one first and it's well, hold on hold on hold on oh you didn't talk about freeze the moon yeah I, I, the thing is all these songs sound so so the same to you that i thought you were gonna i thought you already said it was for you know fog yeah yeah well they are all the fucking same but uh i would say about uh freeze the moon uh damn this is crude but I dig it. Uh, I think it's got a nice groove. But the vocals are fucking retarded. You know, I, I don't get... That's the thing that keeps me from, from listening to this. And I think it's exactly why you say, oh, I gotta be in the mood for this. You know, because it's like, I gotta be in the mood for retarded fucking vocals. And fucking... What's this song about? You have no fucking idea. You know what the fucking lyrics are. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. You sound like Lee Gersman. I, I I know if Lee Gersman had pitch, you know, uh, it, it's fucking, uh, it's fucking terrible. But the song, the song itself, you know, the riffs, the the musicification ain't so bad. But those fucking lyrics, I mean, I mean, come on. The, the vocals are fucking retarded. I shouldn't say the lyrics. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Might as well be in French. You know, it's, it, it's fucking retarded. Then we go on the next song, uh, Cursed in Eternity. Let's see, what do I have for this? LOL. I love it and I hate it at the same time. Uh, why is he so sad? Uh, and, and that's what I give them. It, it's all the same shit. Uh, listen to the first song. If you like it, you're going to like the album. If you don't like it, you ain't going to like the album. I mean, it's all... It's all the fucking same shit, just 
fucking meet a girl, don't be a total douchebag and get laid. And you won't be this fucking angry. I mean, this is some... To, to me, this is like the soundtrack to a fucking active shooter. You know, you listen to this like, that's how life is. Uh, I'm going to kill people, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and then the whole band's history, I think, is even, even worse. I mean, to me, this band is popular the same way Kiss is popular because they wear makeup and they do this. If you just judge about the music, you'd be like, what the fuck? But this band has a history, and, uh, you know, it's so, like, weird. Like, okay, the guy, this is dead, and, and this happened, this guy killed him, and he went to jail. But, you know, if you go into jail for your, in Europe, it's not, like, jail here. You know, like, you don't even have to get fucked in the ass in Europe, you know? You just have to, like, hang out by yourself for a little bit. Um, I don't know. This shit's... But, you know, I, I get what Ralph's saying. Like, I gotta be in the mood. Like, fuck yeah, I gotta be in the mood. But when am I ever gonna be in the fucking mood to listen to shit again? You know, maybe is gonna be in the mood for this shit. You know, when he's mad at his wife. But, I don't know. Life, life is too short for me to listen to this shit in a constant rotation. But I've heard a lot worse. Uh, what do you think of uh, Curse of Eternity? Well, Curse, yeah. Curse and Eternity, I don't know. I have this um, compilation that has this song, but as an instrumental that I, I like more. And it's not because I dislike this guy's vocals. This guy's vocals, for me, add to the music. It, to me, it's it's like another instrument you know, in, in the song. I may not understand... Yeah. But just the shrieks and the the eeriness of those weird sounds coming out of this dude's voice does something for me on occasion, not every day. But you know, it doesn't offend me whatsoever. I kind of, I really like it. I like this dude's voice. I think it's fucking eerie. But yeah, um, this this song is like you know, it's like biting into a York peppermint patty, and you get the sensation of uh, being in a cavalt necro forest, you know, in the winter. Uh, but yeah, I love it. But you know, I do prefer that fucked up version. I mean, that version, the instrumental, it's so fucked up that you even hear the tape drop, you know, and come back. It's fucking awesome. And I like that too. Even the, the deteriorated fucking tape on it adds charm to it. But yeah, what, what can you do? I'm, I'm a little demented. Uh, next one is called, you talked about it's Curse of Eternity, right? Yeah, yeah. Go Pagan Fears. Pagan Fears. This is my favorite song off it. Uh, these intros last longer than my relationships, actually. All these songs, really, man. The way they fucking... Before you hear any vocals. And for Early Mayhem, I think this is the most catch, the most catchiest riff they've done. And uh, all, these, all these songs, to me, man, are fucking uh, so sinister. And this one's very atmospheric more than the others. And, you know... Euronymous laid down the standard for me for what black metal is you know his death was not in vain because this is very a precursor to not the vocals but musically uh, how his death was in vain he died for nothing the fucking idiot and so is Bert, Bert Bergen, Bergen. Well, that that's who killed him mm. uh, 
but hey man no no I, i'm sorry i meant for me not for you <laughs> oh okay but that was not in vain for me <laughs> oh i'm okay. sorry I, I i i must have said his death wasn't in vain you better agree you son of a bitch <laughs> all right you haven't talked about pagan fears though all right well this song kicks some recon ass yeah uh this is my favorite song on the fucking album if my yeah there we go we agree dude peg, peg i know that's when you know it's scarier we agree yeah. and it's scarier than this guy's voice and, and and this is the one where you know i'm looking at all these shitty fucking fan episodes no offense uh, these shitty fucking fan episodes that I'm like, ugh. You know, but I'm loading, you know, all these records on, on, the, on my phone, and I, I hear this song come in, and I was like, hey, hey, we gotta, we gotta review this. This is a pretty, yeah, I like this. Okay, okay, I can feel this. And that's why I text Ralph, and I, I said, hey, next week let's do that mayhem shit, you know? Because of this song, you know, little did I fucking know. Uh, but no, man, I, I I dig this one until that stupid fucking. <laughs> and fucking retarded, fucking retarded. This is this is some stupid shit. To me, this is is fucking dumb as poison. Like like like, no fan of mayhem should be able to make fun of poison because it it's. It's the same extreme. It's the same extreme as extreme. <laughs> you know, it's like really, really. Yeah, it's something going good here, and then you add that. Like you even poison something. There's a couple like, okay, that's a catchy riff, and then you make it so generic and so bland. Well, this does the same thing. You know, in the metal. You know, and. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Demon Burger, whatever the fuck their name is. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. So I heard a couple of their songs. I'm like, ooh, okay, I like this. But you listen to a whole album, and then after a whole album of that shit, it's like, uh, yeah, no, no. But there's a couple of songs like, hmm, that's a good Demon Burger album. You know? No, it, it, it's it's really not. There's a couple good songs with some good riffs, and that and that's what this is. This is like you know, you know, top shit of Turd Mountain. Uh, but I, I I do dig the riff for this. This is by far the best song on the fucking album. But that ain't that ain't saying a whole lot. And I'm going to the next song, uh, Life Eternal. Uh, another song that I surprisingly like, and what I mean by that is musically, uh, you know, I, I, I like the riff, I like, you know, the, there, there's like a good structure to the song, but I, I, I don't know, this ain't my wheelhouse, I, I, I don't know, some of you, some of you fuckers might like this, granted a lot of you don't, you know, the only thing I can hope is, like, I, I leave such a misleading title to this episode that you check it out, because most people don't like this shit, because it's not that fucking good. There's some good risks, but then you... What the fuck is that? I mean, come on. 
I don't know. What do you think of Life Eternal Rap? My sec- my second favorite, and I really love what Attila does in this song because uh, this song deserves those haunting vocals over that typical screaming. It makes it more pleasurable. I really love his delivery on this one. And I love the bass on this song. And that breakdown, you know, the riffs are just amazing. And that little thing in the middle. And, and dude, Hellhammer, man, what a fucking drummer, dude. I mean, the guy's fucking amazing. Fucking underrated. Awesome song, Life Eternal. Second favorite. My, and the next one is yeah. called From the Dark Past. Uh, listen to this. I, I can almost taste Satan. You know, listen to these vocals. It sounds like Attila said, give me a shittiest microphone you have. And it works. And those fast riffs in the middle section and what Hellhammer is doing is just so badass. From the Dark Past is awesome. Me like you. Hail All Satan. right. All right. What's, what song are we talking about here? From the Dark Past. Oh, yeah. From the Dark Past. Um... Another song uh, I like musically, and, and then those fucking stupid vocals. Like, who listens to this shit for pleasure? That that I don't get. Like, you know, I like listening to music for fucking pleasure. You know, but who would listen to this and say like, oh yeah, oh uh, that that that's got a catchy beat. That that that, that uplifts me. I don't get it. I, I just it ruins all the shit that the music does that's positive and I'm like what the fuck are you crying about oh you know are you pissed because it's cold where you live well then fucking move fucking move nobody likes Christianity but you know you're gonna burn a church and fucking cry about it Get the fuck out of here. Love it. To me, this is Attila's most pissed off, evil, and maniacal vocals that I've ever heard. And this whole song's just pure chaos, out of control. You know, I can hear the song playing in the first entering the torture chamber in hell. It's a fucking sick ass tune. I love those crazy vocals on this one. And this, this is him at his craziest. And I loved it. All right, I'll try to pronounce the last one. The mysterious dome. No, no, no. There's what am I missing? Buried, buried by time and dust. Oh, this one too. He sounds fucking crazy on this. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is another maniacal tune. Uh, maybe I got it mixed up. Maybe this is the one where Attila sounds the most pissed. I could have sworn it was uh, from the dark past, but I think it was buried uh, time and dust. Yeah, this, this, I think, everything I just said from uh, Barry Diamond Dust, where that one is, um, is awesome, too. Yeah. I thought I talked about it, but I guess not. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that just goes to show you, it's all the same fucking shit. And by this point, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking over this. I'm over this. There's, there's a little bit of charm with some riffs here and there. You know, like, okay, that's good. That's fucking metal. I honestly, you never know it listening to this review, but I love metal just as much as the next guy, if not more. But this is some all the same fucking shit. 
It, it, it's fucking retarded. And this song sucks a big fucking veiny cock. I'll take the next song. Die Mysterious Dorm Satanus, whatever. Whatever the fuck. It's the same fucking shit. It's, it, it's, it's the same fucking shit. If you like the other songs, you'll love this. If the other songs did nothing for you, this ain't gonna change your fucking mind. It, it's just some angry Norwegian shit, you know? It's just like... And that's the thing. Why are these fucking Swedes so fucking angry? You know? Uh, I, I get it. Oh, you know, we're Vikings. And, and the rest of you... Imp- Closed Christianity on us. Hey, welcome to America. America was all Native Americans, and and Christianity was opposed on them, and they were killed off and shit. You know, no need to make this glorify this fucking music. Jesus Christ. Uh, fucking goddamn. Christoph Olofsson, the guy who requested this. Fuck you. I I I I love you. I love you. You're a good dude. And you hate Kiss almost as much as me. Probably more. I, I think this guy definitely hates Kiss more than me. But you have no reason to. Because uh, you can't, like, hate Kiss, but give this a pass. Because it's just this plastic, generic, and, like, one note. You know. that that That's what I think. What do you think of Die Mysterious Dome Satanos? Well, I, I feel this song's kind of different for them. It's, to me, it's kind of like a black metal opera. And again, you know, I mean, I know you can't get into these singing, but man, he does what he does on this song with that clear singing, that Gregorian chant-like shit, makes it even extra fucking evil to me. And again, Hellhammer's cymbal groove and the blast on this tune are fucking epic, man. One of the most diabolical songs ever created, I think. And I think it's a great way to end this graveyard classic. All right. Well, that's our opinion of Mayhem's blah, 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 fucking kill Jesus fucking album. Uh, it's a legendary album. If you, if you like this shit, if you live in fucking Europe, especially if you're in the, the north, I don't know. I don't fucking get it. And it, and it sucks, man. We've just been recording album after album that I think sucks. And I think it's funny because it backs up your old, like, you hate metal. And I'm beginning to think you're right, Ralph. <laughs> I'm beginning to think you're fucking spot on because a lot no, of the shit... You like, you like metal. You just don't like a wide range of it, but you like metal. I, I, I say that as a joke. Because there are heavy yeah. songs you're like... I don't like this. And then, like, the lighter songs. I'm talking about classic albums we both love. Yeah. It's like you, right. would, you, you wouldn't like the heaviest song or the heavier or the fast songs on classic albums that, that you love. You know what I mean? It'd be yeah. your favorite. That's why I would say you hate metal. But, hey, you like the rest of that album. Therefore, you right. like metal. But then again, I'm the guy that hates ballads. Or you like ballads. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to fucking well, enigma. Well, hey, look. No matter how and, many ballads I like, by you liking or without you, we're tied. Okay, point taken. Point taken. And I also uh, will say, and I said this on a recent track by track, ballads really sucked in the late 80s. I didn't like not one ballad. You know, your Don't You Close Your Eyes from Kicks or... or. You know, well, I like that. I like that song. 
or you know, uh, miles away from Winger, or, or to be That's, with you. All that shit to me sounds the same. I like House of Broken Love by Great White. See, I don't even remember that, but I remember House of My Daddy Didn't Treat Me Well from Faster Pussycat. That one sucks. Yeah, House of Pain. Yeah. No, I, I mean this is just some. This is just some fucking horrible shit. But you know what? This is what what our listeners want, and that's what they pay for. That's what you get. But you also get, you know, our unfiltered opinions. And Ralph likes this a lot more than me. Uh, but there there are parts of this. You know, it's, it's funny as much as I bitch about this. I like it a lot better than some other albums we reviewed recently. Uh, but goddamn, the vocals just ruin it for me. But it's a black metal masterpiece, so if you're into this shit, fucking great. And at the end of the day, who gives a fuck what Ralph and I think? Yep. You know, it's what you think about it. You paid for this shit. Uh, you know, you can, you can listen to this shit and you'd be like, Ah, look at these stupid big dick Americans. Uh, you know, they, they think this, you know, with their big cocks that please women and make them come, you know, uh, that's cool, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, I always, I stress it every time I review anything. Yo, man, if you like it, cool, dude, it just does nothing for me. You know, it's not, I'm not insulting you because you like this. Whatever. Right. I'm still going to like it whether you like it or not, you know, whether you hate it or you love it, whatever. What I like, I like. You know, I fucking, I love this Mayhem album, and I was just cranking Arrival from ABBA before this show. And I love that shit, too, you know? And, and, and that's what I love about you, is you don't judge the people by this. No. Where I, where I do, I do. Christoph Ellison, I like, you know, use a fucking Q-tip, okay? Pick a goddamn Dio album we haven't reviewed. You know, that's that's my stance. You're much more diplomatic. Well, I, I, no, 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 I, I, no, 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 wait, I gotta cut you off there. I I feel no different than you feel with Christopher with the guy that asked us to do Galactic Cowboys. It's like, yeah. come on, pick something better. Oh, yeah, well, I hate him, too. <laughs> you know, not, not, not personally, but I'm like, come on, you know? But then again, I, I've said this a million times, you know, for the fan episodes. If I was paying my hard-earned money, I would pick an album that was out of the, you know, the norm. But something I really thought that deserved attention. But apparently a lot of you have the same aspect but different taste. You know... God bless you. I can't. I can't get mad. At the end of the day, you guys spent money. You work. You're. You're not Terrence. You worked for this money. You did all this shit. You requested that, and I love you for it. I love you for it so much, and and that's why I do this. But I'm just giving you my taste. Maybe I'm more vanilla, you know, or sometimes maybe I have more. I ask for a little bit more. I don't. I don't know. You know, but you know, fuck it. God damn it! You're all part of the fucking rock and metal combat podcast family. We love you. You know, whatever it is, it is. You know, but eventually it's gonna get back to me and Ralph picking albums. Me and Ralph like yeah, or ones that we really fucking hate. 
<laughs> you know, that we have fun talking about. But, you know, stuff like this is just, it, it's weird to us. And this is stuff we would never pick for various reasons, you know. And, you know, the numbers decline because most people don't want to hear this shit. And, and this show has suffered because of these fan episodes. But at the end of the day, fuck it. Fuck it. Ralph and I don't do this for a living. We do this for a passion. We do it because we love you guys, because we love fucking music and all this shit, so... Yeah, and I don't, I don't give a fuck about numbers, so those little numbers that listen to this, I love those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's a lot of them that don't know Mayhem, and they're, all, they're probably going to leave this episode horrified and agree with you 100%, but they're well, still listening. Yeah, but there, there's a couple that will listen to this. I hope there's people that listen to this and like it. I really do. And we do stuff even though we don't like it. I hope we turn somebody on to something different. And it is. It's like, fuck the numbers. I mean, you could do you could do a track-by-track track with Shark Island that does ten times the numbers, you know, than, than what our podcast does. And that's just the reality of YouTube versus fucking uh you know uh, an audio podcast we're not like terrence we don't do an audio visual we just do an audio yeah he, <laughs> he, he does a forum that should do better yeah yeah tr- trust me if we did a visual our numbers would be worse if you had to look at us <laughs> but uh but y- you know what it, it it is what it is and uh you know but i will say uh, it's going to be a long time before we ever do fan episodes again. And it's unfortunate because I, I'm at the point where I want to make like, if you're going to do a fan episode, I want to make it like so high you can't afford it. Oh, you know what's a great idea, Ian? Wow, this is genius. What's that? What's that? Take the donation a high they can't afford it and make the albums we want to do kind of cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I? I know, but there's part of me because I'm still I'm I'm still a fan. You know, I'm still a fan of fucking metal and all this shit, and I love what we do, and I don't I don't want to rip people off, and I don't want to do that shit. You know, but no, we're not ripping anybody off. If they want to pay a hundred bucks and up. For us to do Immortal or whatever the fuck you can't stand or whatever the fuck I can't stand. Pay over a hundred bucks. But it's if they want to do, let's say, I don't know, an example, like Judas Priest, Sin After Sin. Yeah. yeah. That'll be 20 bucks and up, man. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we might have to do that. We might have to, like, yeah. send us what you want and we'll get and we'll throw you a price. And, 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 not, so- and not only that, Ian... Think about how quicker the episodes will be done if we don't have to study them and we love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is, dude, this is like, for, well, in, in this case, even I had to take notes today because, of course, I'm not going to remember what song is what, except for Freeze and Moon. Like, I know that one. But but I'm just saying stuff that we don't have to study, you know? Yeah. It's like Priest and, and, and Made and like classic shit that we know that we haven't done yet. Dude, that is not hard work. Therefore, we shouldn't charge as much. Correct? Right. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I get that, man, and I can't wait. We're going to do one in a couple weeks. We're going to take a break from the fan episodes. We're doing something Ralph and I both agreed on. And we're having an amazing guest, like an A-list fucking guest on the episode. And I'm, I'm so fucking excited. But, uh, you know, that... That's what it is, you know, and I've had so many people, you know, write to us like, oh, these fan episodes are are bringing us down. But at the same time, I can't get mad, dude. I mean, these people paid good money that afforded us, you know, these trips to Rock and Pod and doing all that. Exactly. Fuck, fuck, hey, you didn't fucking donate. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Fucking donations. Oh, bringing it down. Well, you didn't help us go to Nashville, so kiss my ass and yeah. my middle finger. And, and that's the thing I got to say. The people who have been complaining the most are the people who didn't donate. Yeah, so, so fucking fuck off. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with my YouTube. People are like, what are you doing? Frank, in the track. Oh, this ain't even even. It's like, bitch, it's a donation. Fuck you. But, you know? Right. Don't watch. Don't watch. Fuck off. Don't tell me how to run. One guy even wrote, hey, man, you got to stop doing these track versus tracks. One guy out of 30,000 subscribers. One dude. Oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to you. That probably never fucking donated for anything. Fuck you. Fuck. You think I'm buying vinyl. Not because of you. Because these awesome people that are fucking asking for track by tracks. Yeah, and and that's the thing with, with, with this guy. And I love this guy. You know, uh, the guy who crushed this, Christoph. Uh, you know, this guy is on the fucking Facebook page all the time. He did all this, and he loves this shit, apparently. Uh, he knows there's a good chance we're going to shit on it. But he loves us so much, and, you know, what we do. You know, I, I, it sucks, but I don't mind doing it, if that makes any sense, you know. Um, but I have much more faith in what he wants than somebody who bitches about like, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. Yeah, what did you donate? Nothing. Uh, but you whine. Bitches. For, for yeah. something you get for free. But I, I will say this, and as much as I, I hate to say this, I really do. But if we ever get to the point where we do fan episodes again, it is going to cost more. And I I really, I I hate doing that and I don't like it. But at the same time, we are so far removed from why we started this and what we're doing. And I, I think there are aspects of the show that suffer for it, but Again, you and me have so much goddamn fun talking about this shit, you know. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I don't mind doing it. I mean, it's still, you know, it, it, it's money well spent, you know. We still have fun. And I loved, we, we, get, we got a great text the other day uh, from the amazing Chris Senzak, my buddy. We love him. He's the best. And, <laughs> and he sent us a nice text. He goes, he goes, Man, for a show that's about ready to fucking split up, you guys are on fire. Yeah. And I and I love that. I love that because, you know, Chris is a friend of ours. 
in in real life and you know as somebody we look up to as a podcaster and all this shit so if even he's enjoying the albums that we're like eh you know that tells you something yeah that fuck we, everybody else that don't want to listen you got Chris yeah exactly we still do it right we still deliver, and I hope everybody who donates knows whether we agree with your album or not. We put in the time. We do this shit. We do the best we can to make you laugh. Uh, you know, we come up with the best shit we can, and you know, it's all part of the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. But really, when it comes down to it, we want to talk about you know, point of entry. another thing too when we talk about point of entry it's not going to be any funnier than the fan paid episodes because you know we do the news we do all the goofy shit and you what do you think we're going to be still as funny talking about songs we love you know it's still going to be funny whether it's fan paid or our episodes and and you know what and we're talking to the people that are that will listen to any of our shows because the people, you know, most people are not going to listen to Mayhem or, or what we think of Mayhem. So they're not listening now. Right. You know? But, uh, I mean, that's a great, you know, the thing about this show, there's a lot of other podcasts that are more successful and, you know, have merch and do all this. And, and we don't do a lot of that, even though we probably should, but we don't. But we just keep bit fucking real and that's the the people who love the show the most that tune in week after week are the people like yeah i don't care about that shit i want to hear you guys fucking have fun you know and make fun of fucking sammy hagar and all the x-men you know and you are the people that matter and you're going keep it week after week so as much as we bitch about these episodes we love you and God damn it, we're going to keep going through it. Yep, we're going to finish this bitch. All right, well, sing your song, Ralph. It's the only time of the fucking week, motherfucker. Never let me catch you say, Ian before Ralph, ever. Except if it's pick of the week. (laughs) All right, and my pick of the week is an awesome documentary I just watched called This Is Guar. Oh, oh. yeah, I saw I saw it today for the first time, like a like a picture of it. I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, if you have Shutter, I have Shutter. Uh, it, it's on that uh, Shutter's a horror movie streaming site. Uh, but oh my god, was it good? Uh, really, really fucking enjoyed it and reinvigorated my love for for Guar because there was a time when I was like, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, fucking war is awesome and shit. And then by the time this Toilet Earth came out, I was like, I moved on to something else and really never went back, really never checked them out, you know. But watching this, I was like, wow, the dedication and all the shit that went into Guar and all the, you know, behind the scenes and all this stuff and the show they put on. And I've never seen Guar live. I had one chance here in New Orleans to see him. And I fucking missed it. I wish I wouldn't, because my my best friend went, and he met Dave Brocky. Uh, you know, Dave rest his soul before he felt, you know, died and shit. 
but uh, man, I, I really loved them. Uh, and then I went back and checked them out. I was like, God damn, this is a good fucking band, you know? Much better than Mayhem, in my opinion. But uh, my pick of the week is the documentary This Is Guar and their second studio album, Scum Dogs of the Universe. I mean, I really found this band with America Must Be Destroyed, and I love that album. But going back and listening to them both, I gotta give it to Scum Dogs. That is a fucking fun fucking album, a great metal album, and what a jump forward from their debut, Hello. Uh, fucking love it. I'm all about Gua. Of course I love Gua. I'm the fucking manager. I love it. That yes. is my pick of the week. What do you say, Ralph? It's unfortunate because Gwar is amazing live. No. I saw them on the Hello Tour with the Jenna Tortures, and they were even sicker. But, uh, no. yeah, I've seen Gwar, I don't know, maybe 12 times. Wow. Yeah, and Gwar, every time Gwar comes down, even if I don't want to see them, I have to, because they always bring killer opening acts. Like, they brought Toxic Holocaust the first time I saw them. I went to the show for Toxic Holocaust and thoroughly enjoyed Gwar. You know, it's a fun show, you know? They always have, like, a a topical person at the moment to decapitate on stage. And shit like <laughs> that. You know, it's it, it's always it's always a fun time. And, yeah, you have to get close to the stage so you can leave, like, you know, full of blood because they, they pour blood. You know, they have, like, a spray gun. Like, you know, they, they open some guy's chest and the chest blows out a lot of blood and it's all over the front rows. Yeah, they're a great, fun live band. And I have Scum Dogs on Record Store Day vinyl. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my pick of the week is a live album. Ooh. Yes. Yes, it's a live album from 1976. Way back then. It's Phantom Comes Alive. Yeah! You know, back in the 70s, get off my lawn, Ian. Uh, everybody would get Frantic comes alive with with some Tide in the mail. Everybody owned this fucking album. You couldn't escape it. Show me the way, uh, baby. I love your way. You know, Shine on uh, the Jumping Jack Flash cover. Penny for your thoughts. Uh, it's a plain shame. And of course, do you feel like we do? Um, fucking amazing. An amazing live album. And what makes it even more amazing? It's not totally live. Very touched up. That's a sign of a great live album. Frantic yeah. Comes Alive is my pick of the week. Nice. I love it. And that's one of those things I grew up with. And uh, the thing I, I, I can't fucking give up is, do you feel like I do? I mean, to me, that is just like, that's some stairway to heaven shit. Because I don't like Baby, I Love Your Way. and uh, Show me the way. You don't like that one here? I like I like show me the way I like that one, baby baby, yeah I I love that one but uh, yeah baby I love your whatever the fuck I hate that fucking song, but just those two songs alone that I love I'm just like those are musical masterpieces, and there's really there's a really good cover on uh, Tesla. Oh yeah, I've heard it. The real, yeah. something like that, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tesla did like two albums, two cover albums called Reels One and Two or whatever, and they do a version of it. I'm like, God 
damn. And actually, that's what got me back into Frampton, was hearing the, the Tesla cover. I was like, man, it's, it, it's so good. But nothing beats, you know, that original Frampton comes alive. And it's just like, oh, it's just, that's rock and roll to me. I mean, that's just at its pure, unadulterated fucking rock and roll. Uh, Frampton Comes Alive. Fucking fantastic album. Fantastic pick, Ralph. Love it. Yeah, now it's good time to say Ralph before Ian again. This yeah. is pick of the week. It's, it's fan of the week. And fan of the week is Chris Christopherson Ellipson uh, from Sweden. And uh, he picked this album. And uh, okay, brother, I hope you liked it. Uh, the funny thing, you know, I always do on the, on the Facebook page when I post, uh, you know, I got the whatever the day, and then there's the classic or crap, but there's the, you know, because there's more than Kiss. And this guy hates Kiss more than me. And that's saying something. He's always got a funny thing to say, like anything, you know, you can see, like dog shit on your tongue. He's like, yeah, it's better than Kiss. Uh, but the most important thing is he is active on the page. Every day he's there. And I love, I, it means so much to me when we have people from other countries that get what we do. And I, I, I I don't know. That is just something extra special. I don't care if you're from Australia or whatever. Even if you're from France. Well, maybe not France, but... <laughs> you know... You know, just... That you get and love our sense of humor. And you get what we do. And this guy is there every fucking day. Chiming in. Making a comment. I mean, he is part of the fucking family and that's why I'd love so much god damn it I wish we had the money that we could t- take this show on the fucking road and you know go to other countries and do live shows and stuff like that is to meet people like Chris Christopherson Erickson uh, Schwangenhold uh, you know and, and, and just hang out and talk fucking metal and have a good time. I mean, this guy is just the epitome of a classic fan on the page. And brother, I hope you like this. I hope you laughed at it. I hope we told enough racist jokes. You know, no matter what country you're in, I hope there was enough. We made fun of somebody you don't like. You know, <laughs> uh, but just a, a great fan and a great, great participant on the page. I thank you, brother. I thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Christopher. I love it. I don't love it as much as you. I have a feeling Christopher listens to this every day, or music like this every day, which is cool. I got to be in the mood for it. I got to be in one of those, oh, man, it was a hot day today. Took me a cold shower. The sun is down. Let me put something from the cold, frosty necro forest, kick back with a book, and play play some mayhem immortal a fucking emperor you know all that early shit i love i love all that shit but in small doses right but i i i got a funny feeling you know like uh 
You know, like when nobody else is around, girlfriend leaves. I think he puts on some fucking Europe, you know. And he's, he's like, rack the night, you know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But thank you, brother. Thank you so much for your yeah, donation. Thank you, dude. Thank you. And come back next week when next week we're going to have a guest and uh, he's going to come from Germany by way of Ohio. That's like the worst combination you could ever have is Ohio and Germany. But Mr. T will make his triumphant return. Mr. T from Germany will come back to the Rocket Metal Combat Podcast. And uh, I don't know what it is, but I bet you it isn't metal. Yeah. But that's next week on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. Hail Satan.
That's alright. That's alright. You're fine.